five o'clock. I should say four o'clock for you all to be there at five. Is that right? Or should I say two o'clock? So next Sunday evening, we won't have a Sunday morning service. We'll have a Sunday evening service, carol service at five o'clock. And after we'll have coffee and mince pie. Wouldn't it be awesome? Bring a friend. It'd be nice to bring a friend, wouldn't it? Amen. Praise God. Do I hear an amen? amen. Wow. Paul hasn't revved you up yet. Wow. Praise God. Let's pray. I really, last, last, all week I've been preparing this sermon this way. And then this morning I was up early. God said, no, scrap that. I want you to preach on something else. So it's amazing what God wants to say this morning. Amen. So let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We ask you to bless it and make it fruitful, Lord. Lord, I pray today that we don't leave the way we came in. Because you're a God of miracles. So, Father, this morning we pray for your miracle power to manifest itself in this room. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Turn me to the Gospel of John. The Gospel of John is my favorite book. It's my favorite gospel. John chapter 5. And then we're going to go into Isaiah. John chapter 5, it says, Later on there was a Jewish feast, festival, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now, in Jerusalem, near the Sheep Gate, there was a pool, which is called in Hebrew, Jewish, Aramaic, Bethsaida, having the five porticos. In those porticos lay a great number of people who were sick, blind, lame, withered, waiting for the steering of the water. For an angel of the Lord went down into the pool at appointed seasons and steered up the water. The first one to get in after the water was steered was healed of his disease. There was a certain man there who had been ill for 38 years. When Jesus noticed him lying there helpless, knowing that he'd been there in that condition for a long time, he said to him, do you want to get well? Mark that. Do you want to get well? The invalid answered, sir, I have no one to put me in the pool when the water steered up. And while I was coming into it, while I, sorry, coming to get into it myself, someone else steps down ahead of me. Jesus said to him, get up. Pick up your pallet and walk. And immediately the man was healed and recovered his strength and picked up his pallet and walked. Amen. Turn me to Isaiah chapter 53. We're going from the old to the new. Isaiah chapter 53. I'll just use two or three verses. I won't go through the whole one. Verse 2. For he, the servant of God, grew up before him like a tender shoot and like a root out of dry ground. He was not, no stately form and majestic splendor that, he, that we would look at him, nor handsome appearance that we would be attracted to him. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and pain and acquainted with grief. <clears throat> and like one whom from men hid their faces, he was despised, and we did not appreciate his word or esteem him. But in fact, now listen to what it says, but in fact, he bore our griefs. Some translations bore our sicknesses. And he has, oh sorry, and he has carried our sorrows and pains, yet ignorantly assured that he was stricken, struck down by God, and degraded and humiliated by him. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was crushed for our weakness, our sin. 
her injustice, her wrongdoing. The punishment required for our well-being fell on him. And by his stripes, we are healed. Actually, the Hebrew word there, heal, is different. It means saved. I'll talk about that in a few minutes. Remember what I said last week, and I keep saying it. I'm going to open up my sermon every week with it. Jesus said, the truth will set you free. I'm going to talk about, talk about truth this morning. First thing I want to say in truth is that God is a God of miracles. And he still heals today. Let me say it again. He still heals today. Two years ago, two and a half years ago, me and Boaz were in Romania. We walked into a room and people were in the room. The, weather, the, the room was about minus six. It was so cold that when I was preaching, I was getting nowhere. And I sat down to a radio. I said, Lord, this is really not going well for us here. I said, please speak to me. And the Holy Spirit said to me, ask, does anybody want healing? And I stood up and said, anyone want healing? The whole church stood up. And I realized in that moment that these were so poor, they couldn't even afford to go to a doctor. And so the first lady that came up for healing, she was paralyzed on the right side. She was probably in her late 60s. She wasn't a young woman. And I looked to heaven. And I said, Lord, I bet I got this right tonight. So I just put my hand on her head and I said, be healed in Jesus' name. She was instantly healed. She ran around the building. It was supernatural. I was to tell you. And we saw 28 miracles that night. Like not, not, not pains in your finger. Like real miracles. People who had back problems, leg problems. I promise, every problem you could think of, they were all healed. Why? Because God is a God of healing. God is a God of healing. In John chapter 5, Jesus does something profound to a man that had been waiting for over 38 years. It's amazing, let me talk about this man first. Amazing thing about this man was he never gave up to be healed. Most people give up after a period of time. This man kept going to the pool of Bethsaida, believing at some point he'd get in the pool. 38 years he waited for his miracle. I want to tell you this morning. God sees what you're in. And this morning, Jesus will walk by and perform a miracle in your life. You have probably asked the question, will God ever heal me? Will God ever free me? Will God ever liberate me? This morning, in this room, I feel it in the atmosphere. God will do what he's promised in his word. Because he's the God of healing. All the lame, all the broken that day is a picture of society. It's a picture of the world we live in today. Every day we walk into places with people who are broken, who are lame, who are emotionally wrecked, mentally disturbed. Every single day, all of you work in hospitals, you see it every day, firsthand. Every single day, you walk through 
situations, circumstances, people's worlds where there is sickness. But I want to tell you this morning, as you walk by every day, you see them. I want to tell you, every day, Jesus sees them. Every day, Jesus hears them. Every day, Jesus stands outside that door. And this morning, just as the man at the pool of Bethsaida was waiting that day, Jesus decided that day, after 38 years, to stand in his situation and perform a great miracle. This morning, I want to encourage you. He's going to stand in your situation today because he loves you. He cares for you. He adores you. Therefore, he is going to stand in your world today and perform a miracle in your life. Why? Because he never changes. Why? Because he's a miracle working God. Why? Because he's powerful. Why? Because there's nobody like him. Why? Because he's God. He's God. It's amazing what Jesus says to this man. He says to this man that day, do you want to get well? Even the question is a contradiction in terms. He knew the man wanted to be well. But the fact is he wanted to hear from this man's mouth, yes, I want to get well. You see, the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. Then it says faith comes by what you say. As you speak faith into existence, the Holy Spirit takes the word of God and performs a miracle. The miracle in your world is on your lips. You can see a miracle take place by the words you say. Let me give you an example. Someone that's not well. You go and see them, are you well? No, I'm not well. I'll never be well. I'll never get well. God, where is God? This is the question here all the time. Where is God? Where is God? Where is God? Where is God when I need him? Where is God when I'm going through this? Where is God when I'm sick? Where is God when I have this problem and this circumstance and this situation? That person will never see a miracle. Because the profession of their faith is not according to the word of God. What about the man that you meet or the woman you meet who is sick and who's not feeling well? And you go out to them and you say, are you, how are you feeling? I'm going to get well in Jesus' name. I'm going to be well in Jesus' name. I'm not going to allow this problem to stop me. I'm going to believe in faith that God can give me a miracle. I'm going to declare and proclaim, as Paul said, that God can give me a miracle. That's the difference, friend. Those words create the atmosphere for the miracle to you today. Those words create the miracle for your world today. That's why Jesus said in the New Testament, speak to the mountain. Speak to the mountain. Speak to the problem. Speak to the sickness. Speak to the brokenness. Speak to the situation. Speak to the circumstance. Speak to the, the, to the problem. That man in John chapter 5 received his miracle. That man that day walked home. Think about it. That man had been lying for 38 years. That day he walked home. That day he walked home healed. That day he walked home liberated. 
That day he walked home free. Not only would he know the miracle, but the family or the wife or the children or the mother or the grandparent would also receive something from God. When he would knock on that door that day, that whole family would rejoice in the fact that God is a miracle-working God. Friend, when you receive a miracle, everybody else is affected by the miracle. Hallelujah. Everybody else is affected by the miracle. When that woman that day in Romania was healed, she went back to her family, no longer paralyzed, but she was free and she was healed. Her whole family was changed. Hallelujah. Why? Because God is a God of miracles. Friend, we are hearing so much bad news today. We are hearing all about the problem of COVID and the sickness and the death. All we hear every day in our news is sickness and death and destruction. That's all we listen to. For two years, all we've heard is about sickness, death, and destruction. Tragedy, brokenness, sickness. Tragedy, brokenness, sickness. And it's affecting us. It's changing us. And I believe that this is a season when God can perform his greatest miracles. His most powerful miracles. Let me show you something in Isaiah chapter 53 verse 5. It says, by your stripes you are healed. Actually, in Hebrew, it says, by your stripes you are saved. The word saved there in Hebrew is the word called sozo. And when you open it, it means body healing, spiritual healing, mental healing, and emotional healing. But do you believe that? Do you really believe it? That God can heal you physically, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. That's the truth of the matter. God can heal every part of There's a great book by F.F. Bosworth, I read it, called Christ the Healer. And he says this in his book. His wife died and two children died of sickness. And he still believed Christ could heal. But he says this in the beginning of the book. He says, you have to remove every, every doubt from your mind that God can heal. We only believe when we see it. But God wants us to believe it before we see it. God wants us to believe in Isaiah chapter 53. And I've heard every argument on the planet for that chapter. The Holy Spirit wrote it. It says, by his stripes, we are healed. Some people say, that's when we get to eternity. I don't really agree with that. We can argue about that later. I believe that verse is for now. That verse is written a long, long time before that man at the pool of Bethsaida. A long time before Jesus was crucified. 
And Jesus, the author of life, walks up to that man and says, do you want to get well? He had a choice at that moment to say yes or no. My question is, do you want to get well? Do you want to get whole? Do you want to be free? Do you want to be liberated? Or do you want to go on carrying around your bondages, your problems? Do you want to keep on allowing sickness to affect you? Or do you want to be free? Do you want to be healed? Do you want to walk out of this building a different person than the, the person that came in? Do you want to keep on walking with your addictions? Or do you want to be free? Now it's quite interesting, in John chapter 4, I think it's Matthew chapter 4, Jesus opens the scroll in Isaiah. And he says, today the Lord has anointed me to preach good news to those who are poor, to set those free who are captive, and bring liberty to those who are bound, to see those who are, who are not able to see, to be able to see, hallelujah. Why? Because I am the God of Isaiah chapter 53. Before Isaiah chapter 53 was even written in heaven, we were declaring and we were proclaiming that Christ would come and liberate mankind from its sin, from its sickness, from its bondage, from its problem. Hallelujah. That's why the gospel is the most powerful message on the planet earth. Why? Because it brings freedom, it brings liberty, it brings healing, it brings wholeness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, this God is an amazing God. Three weeks ago, my nephew Jordan was healed of a broken back. A broken back. Couldn't lie down this way, couldn't move this way, couldn't move that way. He was in his apartment and God began to manifest healing power in his back. And today he can do head flips and back flips and jump flips. He can even swing his foot over his head. He couldn't do that for five years. He was in constant pain for five years. And all of a sudden the Holy Ghost showed up in his apartment when he actually didn't even really believe. And God healed him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The young man will testify how God healed his back. Hallelujah. He didn't even believe in the stuff. He didn't even believe in speaking in tongues. And he put his hand on the Bible and slapped it. said, if, you ever, if, if that's real, let me speak in tongues. And the Holy Ghost hit him like a bomb. And he began to speak in tongues for three days. He couldn't stop speaking in tongues. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Why? Because God is a God of wholeness. Why? Because God is a God of liberty. Why? Because God is a God of freedom. Hallelujah. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Why? Because Isaiah chapter 53 is the truth of the matter. By his stripes you will be healed. He's got it. Hallelujah. How can I get a witness? Hallelujah. I remember years ago, being in a meeting, I had a chronic ulcer, chronic ulcer, and stupid enough, me and Paul and Ken, we went there for a curry, worked that one out, I got a madras, didn't even know what I was eating, and my stomach was in agony, Ken said, this is what, I never forget what Ken said, I'm sick of this rubbish with you, let's pray for your healing, Ken put his hand on my stomach, and I could feel the power of Jesus heal my stomach, so Ken said, the next day, tomorrow morning, we'll go for another curry, <clears throat> me, Paul, and Ken walk in the cruise shop at 8 o'clock, 10 o'clock. Ken said, make sure you get the hottest. So I got him a dress for a couple of extra chilies on it. I was healed. 
was healed. Like any, any courier I want now. <laughs> Let me tell you, I'm not waiting to get to heaven to eat the curry. Because in heaven, there's no sickness. In heaven, there's no pain. And there's no problems. But Jesus came from heaven to bring heaven to the earth. That's the difference. Now, I want you to get this. He opens the scroll and he says, and the kingdom of heaven has come on earth. Hallelujah. He took heaven and he brought it to the earth. The lame began to walk. The blind began to see. The deaf began to hear. The broken were made whole. Everywhere Jesus went, people were affected. Why? Because heaven was on the earth. Heaven was being displayed on earth. Isaiah 53 was being fulfilled before Calvary. Because in the mind of God, he was going to show the planet Earth, this is what heaven is like. But let me tell you something, the church should be filling the world with heaven. The biggest obstacle for us and the miracle is our unbelief. I want to tell you this more. I really want to tell you this. God still performs miracles. Do you want to get well? Do you want to be made whole? Do you want to be free from your addictions? There's only one man that can do that. That's Jesus. You see, this is what I believe. I'm going to close now in a second. This is what I believe. People say, let's have a healing service. I don't believe that. Because in any service, Jesus is a healer. <laughs> so we have a special event for Jesus. It's rubbish. He doesn't turn up in special events. He turns up every day. He showed up in John chapter 5. Imagine a man skipping down the road with a pallet. They say he stuck that pallet on the wall. And looked at that pallet every day and said, look what Jesus did. Hallelujah. He skipped down with the problem that was holding. And he skipped down the road liberating from the problem that was holding for years. I want to tell you this morning, I have seen phenomenal miracles. I've seen people get out of wheelchairs. I've seen blind people see I've seen people healed of cancer. I've seen people who are paralyzed healed. I remember years ago in Andhra Pradesh, 10,000 people, in, in a, I was preaching to 10,000 people. This old woman came forward. She couldn't see. She couldn't see anything. I put my hand on her head and I said, in the name of Jesus, see. Bing. Her eyes opened. I jumped back from the power of the miracle. God showed me them days. I still perform miracles. And this is what I believe in my heart of hearts. 
COVID-19 has robbed the church of the power of miracles. Because all we hear is bad news. All we fill ourselves is bad news. This word is full of good news. He's a good God. He's a great God. He's a powerful God. He's an awesome God. John chapter 5 is not a history lesson. John chapter 5 is for us today. Maybe you feel as if you sit at the pool of Bethsaida every day. Maybe you wake up every day feeling that you're sitting at the pool of Bethsaida and you're waiting for Jesus to walk by. I want to tell you this morning, he's not just walking by, he's standing beside you. He's knocking on your door and he's saying, do you want to be well? Do you want to be whole? Do you want to be free? Do you want to be liberated? Come on. This is God. This is the Son of God. This is the Holy Spirit. This is Jesus. This is the one that created everything from the beginning of nothing. This is the one that performed every miracle that has ever existed. This is the one that still performs miracles every single day. It's time to believe again. It's time to say to Jesus, yes, I want to be well. Yes, I want to be whole. Yes, I want to be free. That you can skip down the road knowing you're free. Do you know what? Let me tell you something. I never wanted ministry. I remember looking in the mirror 28 years ago, looking in the mirror and saying, Jesus, make me whole. Set me free. And I can hear the Holy Spirit saying, just believe something. Just your miracle. God is a God of the supernatural. God still performs miracles. Oh Holy Spirit, come into this will and glorify Jesus. Manifest your power like I've seen for years of manifest your glory. Believe, believe for the breakthrough. Believe for the financial breakthrough. Believe for your physical breakthrough. Believe for your mental breakthrough. Believe for your, your physical, your healing is just at your door. It's there. I feel it in the atmosphere this morning. I've felt like this for years. I literally feel it all over me. He is the God of the supernatural. Oh, hallelujah. I feel the Holy Spirit all over me this morning. He is here. I know this is a simple message. It's not a profound theological message, but it's a true message. It's the truth. Isaiah chapter 53 is for planet earth, not just for heaven. Because when you get to heaven, it's done. So whoever wants healing this morning, come forward and we pray. I am believing for your miracle. I am believing for your healing. I am believing for your breakthrough. Let me believe for you this morning. Let me stand with you and believe for you this morning. Can we play a different song, a slow song that creates heaven atmosphere? And if you want prayer, come forward for prayer. And I'll pray with you. Amen.
We're going to have the worship team up even, just to place gently in the background. And if, if you're not coming forward, will you pray with me and pray for these people? God can perform an absolute incredible miracle. So we can stand in a line. You stand over there, Nate. Amen. Can we believe for our family, our friends, that God is a God of the supernatural? That God can just heal someone in a moment, in a second? Can we have the music? Hallelujah. Jesus. 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 Set them free. Set them free. Let the Holy Ghost teach you. Don't fight it. Let I liberate you. I break it off your back. I break it off your mind now. In the name of Jesus. The power of God healing you. Jesus. 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 Jesus.
Father, Spirit, Son. 